Shut up and sit down. Well, 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 boys and girls. It's Eric's turn to open up another wonderful episode of Third Shift. Hey, and it's episode 67. And if you didn't know, today's a special episode. And you'd ask me, well, how would we know? Well, you wouldn't because we didn't tell anybody. (laughs) Today, (laughs) we've got Mr. Eric, as always. We've got Mr. Matt, as Mm -hmm. always. But we've got not only one, but two guests tonight. Now, the first one is someone you may know. That's Danny, of course, our editing queen and mysterious little person in the background. Hey, guys. <laughs> Secondly, and holy cow, and then I'm gonna, I got a story about this later tonight, but I'll tell that at the appropriate time. We've got Ash Lyons from Gearbox Software with us tonight. Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome, sir. That is amazing. Welcome to Third Shift, good sir. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, man, thanks for mm-hmm. coming. And, of course, being the most specialist of guests, you're going to start us <laughs> off tonight with, Hey, Ash, how the heck was your week, good sir? My week was hectic, as usual. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as most people know, <clears throat> excuse me, if, uh, you know, if you follow me on Twitter or whatnot, most people are aware like, I, have a, I have a two-year-old son, so he mm-hmm. uh, takes up about 90% of my, of my day. Just coming home and uh, running around, being crazy, and he's gotten to, into the habit of uh, not falling asleep until like 11:30 at night. Oh, nice. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so, but luckily, luckily, um, my 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 wife is here. You know, she she usually put him to bed, but and until then, it's like both of us are running around, you know, trying to tire him out. And then you know, mm-hmm. he'll he'll go to bed like 11:30, and I'll usually stay up until like two to to work on stuff. <laughs> And then I and then and he'll wake up at like eight, so you know I'm getting maybe like six hours of sleep, uh, and and plus I just started uh, I just started teaching visual effects uh, at at, the, at this community college on Tuesday night, so I'm dealing with that too, and so between uh, working at Gearbox and teaching and my my son and just family life, uh, it's, it's been fun. <laughs> now I ask you, I have a, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Now, if you're familiar with farm animals, if you raise rabbits, they've got rabbit tasers. Um, they're like a low-frequency <laughs> taser. It doesn't injure them or do any kind of damage. It just stuns them. Now, this I would recommend for you, okay? Yeah, see, the, the, the funny thing is, like, my son has so much energy. I think if I were to hit him with that, he'd just keep going. It would probably charge him. <laughs> just charge him up nice. It would just yeah. set him off at, like, 90 yeah. miles an hour. It's like, oh, great, now he's not going to go to bed till 2 because I just gave him six hours of energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. However, I fortunately have got my children down to that nice little routine where they – don't want to go to bed, but daddy yeah. makes me. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we try that. My son's very, uh, like, uh, headstrong and independent. He's like, I'm not going to bed. I'm going to sit up and play. Like, you can put me to bed, but watch oh, this. Man. I'm just going to jump on it. And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> makes me glad sometimes I had two girls. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, what about you, Matt? Uh, it was just a pretty much normal week for me, except oh, I went up to the Ring of Honor show on Saturday up at Soaring Eagle Casino. That was amazing. Got a bunch of autographs, got a bunch of pictures with the people, got to hold the belts. Had a grand old time. Other than that, just work 
And video games wise, got a little bit of Fortnite in, did some uh, Halloween stuff in there. And I've been trying to, when I beat Agents of Mayhem last week, I found out I was only like five or six trophies away from the platinum. So I've been steadily working on that. I think I'm down to about three or four, but they're the pretty time consuming ones. So, I mean, it's still been fun, but it's been a little bit of a grind. And then uh, how about you, Danny? Same old, same old, um, Baby Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, started my NaNoWriMo this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know if it's going to go very far, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I seem to be taking on a whole bunch there when you posted. I was like, oh, man. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Other than that, I played some Overwatch this week, trying to figure out which character I like the best. Mm-hmm. Just being a mom and stuff. <laughs> So the cat, the cat hasn't tried to take the baby out yet. Not yet. Okay. They seem to be best friends. So they're going to mm. team up to take you out eventually. <laughs> is what it's oh yeah. To say. Yep. <laughs> this sounds bad for you in the long run. All right. Well, as long as you're fine with it. I, I think I'll be fine with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my week. Oh man, the usuals. Work, 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 work. Mario Odyssey came into my life, mm-hmm. and my entire weekend last uh, weekend was consumed with Mario Odyssey. From sunup to sundown Saturday, I watched the wife play, and then from sunup to sundown on Sunday, <laughs> I watched the wife play. <laughs> yeah. And now, funny story was, on Sunday, she says, all right, I'm only playing a half a day. That's it. Half a day when the kids go down and nap, I need to get something done. <laughs> nope. All right. That sounds great. That's cool. So nap time comes. I get both girls down. I'm thinking, all right. And I told the I told the boys, we'll get a raid on Destiny going. We'll get this done. We'll kill the last boss. It'll be a great day. So I come out. And she's still playing. I go, <laughs> I go. I thought you were getting up here. <laughs> oh, I changed my mind. Sit down. Oh, I was going to go downstairs and get the, get everybody together and get the raid going. No, you're gonna sit down. <laughs> oh. All right, all right, I guess. Just say so. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm sitting on my phone. I'm making like seven phone calls there, getting the raid organized without me, making my replacements for myself the whole time, helping her find moons and telling her where to go. It was, it was fantastic. So instead of being the guild leader, you're now like the guild secretary. Well, if you guys want a raid, I'll yes. get it all together. I'm gonna call Bill and Steve I'll, I'll and organize Buddy. it for you. <laughs> Well, you know, that's just what my job is. You yeah, know the true. deal. That everybody else, you know, you put them separate and they won't, hey, you just talk to him and then you can go, I don't talk to Jim. I don't even know who Jim is. <laughs> oh, I just play with him. Well, you play with him every week. How do you not know him now? Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> so beyond that, been playing a little bit at work, got some Fortnite in. I ended up getting the Marine Corps uh, soldier. I got the Constructor's Halloween nice. outfit. And uh, some other small stuff in there. I don't remember exactly what it was. Got a little upset one of those matches, like I was telling you pre- before this. Got 27 minutes in. Everybody seemed fine. And then everybody just leaves at the very end. <laughs> and I fail. And I'm like, that was 27 minutes of my life. What are you doing to me? No. <laughs> exactly. Do you understand the sacrifices I have to make to have 30 minutes of free time? <laughs> I know, right? I can see you like you get out of your chair, fall on your knees, hands in the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got no hair on, already ripped out. I just start pulling what little mustache hair I go. Goodness. It was a pretty good week. You know, Halloween went by. The kids had a great time. Mm, They were out trick-or-treating. Had a little meltdown at the end. But (laughs) what tiny kid doesn't? Oh, it's time to stop getting candy and go home. 
Why? Because that's what we do. <laughs> Why? Get in the car. I don't want to. <laughs> this was supposed to be fun. Just like, just like this. This seems to end the way so many of your stories do. Hey, we're up there. We're having yes. a great time. It's time for bed, and it was just a disaster from then on. <laughs> that's when I pulled out the taser. And uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. See, now you're starting to understand. <laughs> You know, I, I told you I got them to bed whether they wanted to or not. <laughs> Lay down. How do I? There you go. Sleep tight, little one. Lay the pillow down first. They fall onto it. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've already forced them into bed on the covers. They're they're tucked in. They're they're, they're holding tucked down one in hand, tase them with the other. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's terrible. I'm gonna have CPS here. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna call him as soon as we're done. Actually, <laughs> dang it, Matt! Well, hang on, hang on. I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> oh. uh, so that was it for us oh. individually this week. As a team, of course, for third shift, we did our IG2G episode 17 and our Talented Tuesday, our last Inktober prompt mask. So both of those were a lot of fun. I enjoyed mine. Came together at the last second too. It just fell into mm-hmm. place and it felt good. It felt right. So that's what I did. Drew me old Jason. And can anybody guess who the other guy was? Did anybody? I saw a Krieg and a the Splatterhouse yeah. guy. Oh, you got it. Yep, yep. His name was his name Chad. Don't I'm pretty sure right. it's like some stupid generic name like Chad. Like Jeff or Jeff or John or Billy or Bob. You know Ash? You're familiar with Splatterhouse at all? Uh, I know the name, but it's, I I can't say I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, but yes, I enjoyed my pictures very much. And of course, I enjoyed mm-hmm. everybody else's. I especially liked yours, well, Danny. I mean, you're a given. Like, every time we do something, yeah. I'm just like, well, Danny's amazing. That's, God. Danny's the actual <laughs> artist on the team. I almost don't want to do it every week because it's like, you guys hate me for drawing. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're the one that pieces it all together. <laughs> You know, they come to see your drawing, and then they see ours, and I go, okay, well, doofus one, doofus two. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I did like the knowledge that went with your uh, Super Mario 2 uh, Shy Guy, aren't that what they were called? It was yeah, the Sniffit. Cool. No, it was the, the Sniffit, that's right, not the Shy Guy, they wore the white masks. Because the story behind that was, I was like, I have no idea what to do for the general video game one, so let me Google best masks in gaming, and it came up with a Shy Guy, and I'm like, that's easy to draw, and I went, wait, Sniffits are cooler. Google sniff it and get a you know a basic image, and then I saw that Wikipedia or the the wiki article come up saying, "Hey, the bullets they shoot are actually made out of nightmares," and I was like, "Whoa, that's really badass! I'm gonna that put is. that in there." But Mario Two was a crazy game, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were all in the dream world anyway. Yeah. Now I wanna, for the record, state it was not Chad. I was wrong. It was Rick. <laughs> Rick. Oh, so you should have got that. And he was trying to save Jennifer, so there you go. I, I remember Jennifer. I didn't remember the guy's name. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know, now you know. Splatterhouse Rick got himself a crazy demon mask and tried to go through a bunch of horrible demons to save his oh, girlfriend. Oh, Splatterhouse. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler alert, <Man>. he fails. <laughs> see, now I'll never be able to look at your boss, Rick, the same way again. I'm going to see exactly. him putting on that Jason mask and like hulking out and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get drunk in a treehouse. Woohoo. <laughs> or whatever it is he does. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, also this week, we got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So hit up the Twitter, hit up the forums, hit up the Reddit, hit up wherever you get them, hit up your preferred shift code provider and go grab those up. 
Oh, you know it. And of course, it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't get into the wonderful, wonderful of This Week at Gearbox. That's right. And as always, we'll start off with the Compulsion Games Weekly Journal. This week, I don't know if you guys took a peek yet or not, but let me tell you, it was really, really cool. They had uh, one particular part where the art team was showing off some drawings they did of the Doctor's Night Mask. Mm-hmm. And then the gas mask, and they, you know, kind of made it similar to the old medieval doctor's gas mask, those long tubes looking things, like beaks mm-hmm. almost. The big plague mask, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they changed that up a little bit, shortened it up, custom fit it to the doctor's face. And then, then besides just showing you the art, they went ahead and then showed you the 3D model that they came up with afterwards, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool to see in, you know, the two and two comparisons there of actually in-game versus the other. And then what else did they have I thought was really interesting? Oh, you're going to talk about this a little bit, Matt. So I I'll am? bring it up briefly. Yes, they well, in the Gearbox publishing section. Oh, but okay. they brought up that they sent Gearbox publishing, you know, the title to work with mm-hmm. and have them check it out. So they sent back the feedback, and a lot of people, I guess, were stating that the first few minutes or few hours, actually not a few minutes, a few oh, hours yeah, yeah. had little little joy. So they were unsure of what the game was all about. They were like, is this like a survival horror game? I'm mm. unsure what's going on here. And then they were talking about how since their game's procedurally generated, it was easier for them to go back in, make some modifications to it, and then mm. get you in the joy or in the experience sooner so that way you understood what was going on in this game. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So those are two things I took away. I don't know if any mm. of you guys had time to take a peek at that. I did take a look at it earlier, and it was... I hadn't checked out one in a couple of weeks. You've kind of been the point man on that. And mm-hmm. it was a lot more involved and detailed than even that first one, which I thought was really good. So I was sitting there at work trying to read it, and I was like, this is a lot. So I didn't have a chance to read a lot, but I did read that part. And I did get to a part where it was, I think it was one of the guys talking about the scripting of dialogue and stuff and how they were trying to do the final passes. But while they were doing that, it was affecting stuff that they had finalized before. So I thought it was kind of interesting to hear the really behind-the-scenes nitty-gritty about how when we're trying to sand this down and finish it off, it kind of breaks things back here, but, you know, trying to build forward and backward and all that good stuff. I thought it was pretty interesting. Now, Ash, I don't know if you checked this out, but do you guys actually hear Scuttlebutt and know what's going on with, like, Compulsion in them, or is that more just the publishing side of things, and you're more just, of course, in the development side? And Yeah, that's 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 mostly publishing. Like, we'll, we'll hear uh, snippets... We'll, we'll typically get like um, like notifications like hey here's what's going on with with so and so or here's who we're you know working with uh, you know publishing wise so um, but but that's mostly published because Gearbox software and Gearbox publishing are, are two entirely different things but, but they keep us abreast on like kind of what they're up to. You're in the same building though, correct? Yeah. Or is it like okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're still in the same building, wondering. but like we're essentially two different entities. So you guys war with one another. There's, you know, you're just like, oh, if you see one of the publishing guys or gals, you're like, get off my floor. Or I swear to God, I'll throw you it's off. Like, what are you doing you. down here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, you guys are the dungeon trolls. <laughs> no, it, oh, it, it's man. pretty cool. Like, like, like sometimes they'll um, they'll tap us to like like help out like art wise. So it's um, I mean, we're all a big family up there. So mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet. That'd be kind of fun, like a nice break when you're working on, you know, whatever project you're working on. And then they're like, hey, could you come draw this thing for something for Compulsion Games or Epic or blah, 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 whoever the heck it is. Yeah. Just take a snafu from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. And I know you read Compulsion Games Journal, didn't you, Danny? 
Yeah, a little bit. I, I like the um, pumpkin carving stencils that they put out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you see the mask they did? Yes. Yes. I, I watched that video, too. It was really cool. I was thinking about doing that myself and then realized I'm too lazy and have no time. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel kind of lame going out on Halloween, you know, and the kids are all dressed up, and I see all these parents dressed up too, and I'm just like, ah, I just don't want to. You're just dressed up in a in your Carhartt, just hey, yeah. it's me. No, nah, yeah, Carhartt rocking my work badge. Well, I, I just went out and got like a Superman top, and was like, I'm, I'm Superman. I'm there you go. <laughs> <It's> like, Perfect. <laughs> like, I feel bad because like I want to be one of those parents that like you know get dressed up and you know go all out. Like originally, I was like, well, I want to be Luke Cage, and I was like, man, that means I got to go out and like find a Luke Cage outfit. Mm-hmm. oh come on all you had to do is go get a bottle of bourbon or something and play the bar episode of yeah. luke cage you know? oh there you go well, the yeah. thing is, like, I, I wanted to do like uh like luke, like the original luke cage like the yellow blouse and the tiara oh okay nice yeah nice uh, but yeah i'm with you ash i always say oh yeah you know next year i'm gonna we're gonna like as a team and a family. We're gonna get this whole get up going. It's gonna be hilarious. Like if the girls want to be like My Little Ponies, I'm gonna be a giant pony. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time it gets here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can barely just get them around to go trick or treat. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> never mind. Awesome. What do we got? You said you were gonna mention the Gearbox Publishing blog, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I was glad to hear from them again. Uh, you know, seeing what everybody was up to over the month. I really liked the. Was it like the user analytics people at the very end, you know, introducing themselves, people with degrees in like analytical psychology? I don't, I don't remember what the exact term was because I didn't write it down, but I thought that was really cool. And what I would, you know, they couldn't say too much about the tests they were doing, the play tests they were going through right now. But I thought it'd be interesting if, you know, once the game launches, if they can come back and revisit this and say, well, these are the kind of tests we did and this is the kind of data we extrapolated from it. And here's what we did because of that data. That'd be really cool for people to see. I would agree. And they kind of did that just a touch, like when I was mentioning the Compulsion Games, how they were able to change some of the procedurally generated areas to mm-hmm. get you joy quicker. I mean, that kind of stuff's awesome. And then he brought up that nice argument, and then it tied into here about them going back and forth with the information, going you yep. know, to them, to back to Gearbox Publishing, which is just neat to see because kind of before this, I mean, you know, I'd hear Gearbox Publishing, it was kind of just... You know, hey, I felt, I was like, did they just, like, throw them a bunch of money and then they made things happen? Mm-hmm. But instead, you find out that, no, it's them working together, going back and forth, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. Like, I like that we started up Gearbox Publishing because it's a cool direction for us to go into, which and I'm really excited about it. I think it was a smart move. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not only do you guys produce awesome stuff on the development side, but now you're in the arena of obviously publishing getting right. games out there which they make money which makes you money which allows you more free room and range with your games yeah and w- one of the things that i think is awesome about it is you know we're also like we're game developers and we're working with other game developers so we understand like you know or they i you know, like i said they're a separate into like like yeah so we, we all of us like, i guess i could put it that way like we all understand you know what the game developers go through as far like like on their day to day, so I, I mean like I'm excited about it. Yeah, I really liked seeing in you know the whether it's compulsion games or just the the publishing blog updates, seeing how you know now that Gearbox Publishing is involved with this previously really small game, they get to expand on it and build it out bigger, et cetera, et cetera, to improve their product. I think that's a pretty cool thing too. 
And one thing I was wondering, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second, Ash, is so why don't you guys announce whatever titles you're working on in the future. Are you guys going to start up a cool blog and journal too? Eh? Eh? Mm, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can put it in the recommendation boards, and I'm sure Randy will take a peek at it and be like, oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to have a, like, startup store, like a, like a visual effects blog, just like me and my, uh, and my team. We can, like, kind of go in there on a weekly basis, like, hey, here's what we did, or here's how we did X. Because, like, like, when we were working on Battleborn, you know, we, we would get people asking us, how'd you do that effect? And what did you do with that? And it's like, well, I don't know if I can tell you, but <laughs> I mean, like, we probably can now. But, you know, I'd like to kind of go through something. It's like, hey, here's how we did, you know, X, Y, and Z. So. Well, that'd be really neat. Because, like, uh, like I was just mentioning, Compulsion Games, they do the same sort of thing as... I'm like, all right, we created this animation doing this, and then this effect like this, and then they have like a nice, cool little uh, GIF of it up on screen showing you like the how it was in the beginning and then how it was finished. Right. So that'd be perfect, something like that, if you guys could do that in the future. And then it lets us kind of just get an inside scoop of what you guys are doing and what it takes to make something work. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're going to make it happen. Look at that. We got it. On record, <laughs> episode 67, Ash said once they announce all the, the hoo-hoos and what they're up to, he's going to get a uh, weekly journal going with his <laughs> FX team. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Holding you to it. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't be surprised if it does happen because, you know, something like that would be actually pretty fun. Oh, oh yeah. Do you have anything, Danny, you wanted to add to the Gearbox Publishing? I do. Awesome. I'd, I'd like okay. to request that there be more entries and longer entries from Sean because I think they're hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. And then, of course, we got the Battleborn free rotation for you guys this week. This week it is Reyna, Wrath, Oscar Mike, Arendi, Kid Ultra, and Kelvin. A lot of favorites of mine. What about you guys? What do you think? I was going to let Ash go. Let's see. I want to hear. I want to hear his knowledge on this. I wanna... <laughs> My knowledge. Uh, let's see. Well, none of the characters that I worked on, so uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Worst free no, rotation no, ever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You just hear him and say, "Don't care." No, don't next. Care, don't <laughs> care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> nah, they're cool. Like, um, I think out of all those, my my, I liked playing a Rendy. She was probably like one of my, one of my top characters to like as like my, my go-to. No, I, I love because she was just—it was just fun, just throwing shadow pillars all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Like I'm, I'm happy she's up there. <laughs> yeah, she was she was an early favorite of mine, but uh, I found myself pushing forward too often. Yeah. And getting murdered constantly, so I had yep. to switch characters up. <laughs> yeah, I, I found that like like her playstyle was very just hit and run. Like she had to like run in mm -hmm. and just do some damage and kind of dart out real quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree with all of you. Rundy is my favorite as well of all these. God bless. <laughs> Bunch of Randy fans. You know, Kid know. Ultra's sitting here, one of the best characters around. <laughs> and nobody's talking about Kid Ultra. Jeez, oh, Pete. He's powerful. He's got the heels. Yeah, that's true. You can't go wrong with Kid Ultra. He's, you know, ranged attacks. Man, he's the best. See, I was going to say, this is this seems like a rotation of favorites. I mean, Reyna and Oscar Mike for me, a Randy Kid Ultra for you. Kelvin, you always want to play, but you never did well. And then <laughs> Raph's always pretty fun. I enjoy playing him, too. Yeah, Raph's a good one, too. For me, like, I, I also, I did uh, Reyna for, like, a month or so, and I, I got really into into using her because, like, I don't know, like, I just was on a Reyna kick. 
for like two months and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I'm doing great. And then I would stop being great with Raina. So I just like, oh, I'm going to go try someone else. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like golf for me. Golf, yeah, pretty jam. much. I got him. I got him. And then I'm like, man, I just think I suck. <laughs> All right, well, guess I'm done with golf. Yeah. As soon as you miss, as soon as you miss two hooks, just throw yeah. the controller. I'm done. Yeah. Never again. Done. I had a little more patience. Then. I was more like three or four, and then I'm like, I don't even know. I don't care. I'm done. I'm, I'm just done with this. All right, I'm gonna drop this trap and stand lose. here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so did you guys do a whole bunch of like Battleborn competitions way back in the day, just smashing it out constantly? We did when uh, when we first started playing. Uh, me and the rest of the effects team, we pretty much group up and just like play. At, at at Gearbox, at the end of the day, we get some time to just like kind of play games. It's more like a improvement time, so it's like we can you know either go do some board games, some just regular like you know PC games or whatever, or like read a book if we wanted to, or you know study something. Um, so me and the guys would get together and we just kind of form our own little Battleborn group and just go out and play and, and yeah. Oh, a job where I can play some video games, man. <laughs> well, technically, it's uh, research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, research. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell my boss I'm going to go research for half my shift. Yeah. I'm researching paper. It's it's fine. Don't don't come bother me. <laughs> hey, my book is printed on paper. I'm, oh, I'm researching right, this paper. Go. See, it works. It works. I like it. <laughs> but overall, I think the rotation as a whole is pretty good. You got mm-hmm. Reyna with some heels shield-wise. You got, of course, Kid Ultra throwing out the portable heels. Kelvin as your tank. Oscar Mike and Arendi has some awesome damage. And then, well, let's not forget Wrath, but, you know, mm-hmm. Wrath's never been my my jam, so whatever. You take them <laughs> or leave them. Yeah, Fine. I've gone up against some great <laughs> Wrath players where it's like, I'm going, oh, I see, I see him coming, I try to run the other way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. Because if they get in on you, it's done. I mean, they'll toss you up there, slice and dice, and, and then I'm mm-hmm. just hitting the control on the table. Yeah. And... Yeah, like I was, I, was, I was playing Benedict once, and I thought I was, you know, slick, and I'm trying to fly away, and Wrath is like, nope, stuns me, and I just fall back to the ground. <laughs> like, All right. Spin to win, baby. Spin to uh-huh. win. <laughs> Moving on to Fortnite news, we got a new patch. Because guess what? We get a friggin' patch every week for Fortnite, it seems. <laughs> it never true. stops. It never ends. These guys over there just keep ticking and tacking. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of small ones. I didn't see anything really huge. But one I did enjoy was that they uh, modified the slurp juice a whole bunch. And we know we love the slurp juice. So <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> you got to bring up the slurp juice. Because who names it Slurp Juice? It's the best. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but they, uh, I'll just I'll lay it out since I brought it up. You can now spawn Slurp Juice on the floor, Lou, in addition to in chests, which is outstanding. The fixed effect of Slurp Juice persisting from the pregame phase to the battle bus phase has been fixed. So you no longer have to worry about that being an issue. And fixed an issue that allowed players to consume Slurp Juice while running. Now, this is one I wish they hadn't <laughs> fixed because yeah. this is helpful. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to me, who needs the slurp juice while I'm running away and not trying to be murdered. It's but can fun. you really do that in real life? Yeah, you could actually drink <laughs> slurp juice while you're running and being shot at. I would I would recommend juking and jiving and getting behind cover as fast as possible, but you could indeed drink slurp juice. Put a straw in it. <laughs> yeah, there you like, go. This is cool. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> 
choke. Just put it in that uh, beer keg hat. Yeah. Oh, there you, like there you go. Now you can run and drink. A little, a little camelback, just chugging along. There you go. Oh, now, yeah. I do actually have my camelback right over there. I could pop a slurve juice in that, no problem. There you go. Man, you're right. All these military guys and gals, they don't have a freaking camelback. Oh, <laughs> That's fake. Fake game. Fake game. It's so unreal. It's ridiculous. Oh, gosh. What else? They added something else in there that I thought was pretty neat. Mm -hmm. I noticed it was mostly a lot of bug fixes, but one thing I did appreciate was they said they tweaked the drop rate of quest items so you wouldn't go through like four and five different games not getting a single thing you need for your story quest and not, you know, progressing or doing anything. I thought that was a nice needed change, and I'm glad they did it. And another small one that I was going to bring up before uh, I forgot was that the Soldier Shockwave... They found it to be underwhelming, oh, yeah. which I found it to be underwhelming because that's what I play, and it basically does almost nothing. They went ahead and increased the damage of that, which I'm thankful for. I don't know if it's actually better or not. I haven't been on since they did that and played with it, but I'll find out, I'm sure, probably tomorrow or Saturday. It looked like a pretty big damage increase, so I would mm -hmm. assume you'd like it. Oh, hopefully. So have you played any of this uh, Fortnite, Ash? Uh, I have not, unfortunately. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm terrible. It's funny because like actually I don't own a PS4 or an Xbox One. Oh wow! I'm terrible. So you're a PC geek, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it and it oh. and it's like and it's not that I like I don't play on PlayStation or like it's not like I don't play the consoles, but mm -hmm. like I just don't um like I, I never have time, or like I have a yeah. PS3. I just I pretty much just use it as a Blu-ray player now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the joys of children and jobs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I come home, I have maybe like two hours to myself. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know that very, very well. In fact, I just had my, my free responsibilities reined in even more, so just, just a sad banana. <laughs> so we're going to have to just cut the podcast down to like 15 minutes with Eric. Well, no, and then, basically I and then Daniel the and I will do the rest. I get, and that's it. I just get podcasts and you're done. <laughs> Did I just get a promotion? <laughs> So, Danny, you've been playing Fortnite? I haven't. <laughs> it's free, gun. Danny. You can it's play Battle, Battle Royale, Royale all you want. <laughs> I know. I I got in there once. I dropped in. I got killed, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> well, <laughs> sounds about right. That does happen. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. So. Now, you know, we've told this story before, but it's real easy. All you do is you drink beers, <laughs> you you jump in the game, you run to the nearest house, you pick up the guns, then you uh -huh. run to the nearest tower, and you you know, build your little stairway up to the tower, you get in the tower, you bust the stairway that you built to the tower, you put a nice little trinket right in the doorway that's shiny so everybody can see it, then you hide in a corner, and then you just stand there and you drunkenly talk to one another. I, I was going to say, <laughs> for about 15 minutes, you stand there and talk, and then yep. you go, oh, it's the storm's shrinking. Go, go, go. All right, we're safe. Time to talk some more. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, it works. We won. We posted. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's our adventure. I tried to teach my sister how to do that, and mm -hmm. it wasn't working quite as well as it did for us, but we were, like I told you, we were getting in the 20s and 20s through 40s. So I still stayed pretty good. She was averaging up in the 70s on her own. So legitimate strategy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Anybody wanted So you got to hop in there, Ash. You know, just go buy a PS4, go buy the Xbox One X. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I've, 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 I've already told my wife I'm buying one for Christmas. I'm like, I'm just going to get it. 
Because there's so many that games is. I want to play. Like, I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks awesome. Oh, I want to yes, play that. And I'm just like, oh, come on. I want to. Ah, like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5. Oh, yeah. You can't miss out on these games. You got to get on Destiny 2 so you can go talk with Joe yeah, and exactly. everybody else that plays it over there. Yep, that's true. And get in on the craziness. But beyond that, on the Fortnite world, uh, just a bunch of bug fixes. Nothing too big. I've got one last bit of news. Oh, good. This is something yeah. I, w- I saw that uh, the Fortnite people retweeted, actually, was a, a a Twitch group called Playing With Fire is having an Extra Life charity stream on, I think it's Saturday that the Extra Life stuff's going on. They said they're going to be playing a lot of Fortnite Battle Royale. They're going to be doing giveaways, though. For Fortnite, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, Tiny Build Games, and other Gearbox stuff. So my hard-hitting question for you tonight, Ash, is we all know last year a bunch of Gearbox people did an Extra Life charity stream that was a lot of fun. Do you know anything about them doing anything this year? Have you heard anything? Uh, I do not know. I have not heard anything. I mean, that sounds fun. I'd, I'd like to do that, too. <laughs> I remember the yeah. last one was a lot of fun. We were in there, got some shout-outs, and got to watch them play through... I think it was oh, blanking on it, the Tiny Tina DLC last time yes. for Borderlands yep. 2. That was a ton of fun. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Everybody I know was there. You know, Mental Mars, all of the guys and gals were in there. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like Mental Mars. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love to tease him a bit. We're hopefully going to get him on the show someday and then totally just, you know, have a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's in the works one day. <laughs> so... <laughs> Watch out, Mental Mars. Eric yeah, is coming exactly. for you, too. Yeah. Coming for you. Coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, I lied because that wasn't the end of the news because oh, that's Danny right. told us, and then I went and looked it up, which, Ash, you should know this. I mean, I'm sure you're going to be a guest on this show someday. Randy Pitchford's opening up the Nerdvana live show coming up this, is it next week? No, it's this week. It's This week? The weekend. Yeah, it's got to be this weekend. I didn't know about that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so apparently he's got a live show happening here, and him and... It's Elisa first, that first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the topics are going to be. I'm not sure if it's kind of like a free-for-all, like old-school radio live show, where they just mm-hmm. take callers and talk about all sorts of topics, or what? Well, I would assume they'd have, you know, some host topics back and forth, but yeah, they... They put out like a live number you can call in. You can watch it live on Twitch. Download the AOD afterwards and the VO and check out the VOD on Twitch after that. I think it says like every Sunday at five thirty p.m. Eastern. They're talking about yeah. doing this, so that's pretty cool. Sounds, Sounds pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, because they they have like a, a podcast booth like in the in the restaurant. Oh wow! Yeah, like if you um, when you when you go eat there, it's like the kind of it's like lifted up in the back, so it's like on the second floor behind this in this little room. And there's a, a window, so you can kind of you can see people in there. But yeah, I mean that sounds pretty neat. Wow! So we get to see Ash on there someday. Oh, hopefully, yes. fingers crossed. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty neat. I'm looking forward to seeing kind of how that goes and how how long it runs, all that good stuff. Yeah. So here's what everybody's been waiting for. Here's the moment of truth. I'm sure everybody skipped all the news we had this week and went straight over to see what old boy. Mr. Ash Lyons has to say about Gearbox software. <laughs> so, to begin it, a very basic question. Ash, who the heck are you, good sir, and what do you do at Gearbox? All right, so my full name is Ashley, but I just go by Ash because it's easier for people to, like, whenever I say Ashley, they're just looking at me like, what? I'm like, just call me Ash. 
Because they're like, oh, cool. You like walk like um, uh, Evil Dead. I'm like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. my best friend now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm one of the effects artists at Gearbox. Uh, I've been in, I've been there about three years now. This is a little bit over three years, and I love it. This is like one of the best jobs I've had. I've been an effects artist uh, for about ten years, and I've been in the gaming industry for about five. But this, I mean, Gearbox is is they're great. This is a great company. Before we delve into Gearbox specifically, I did want to ask because you've been in, you said VFX for a while. Yeah. Where did where were you before Gearbox? Before Gearbox, I was working at Cryptic Studios, working on the Neverwinter MMO. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Very schmexy. That was and... a fun one too. That was my. That was actually my my first industry job. My first gaming industry job. Oh nice. And, see, and I never played that. I've been hooked on World of Warcraft my entire life, so I've skipped out on most of the MMOs except for like Ion. So unfortunately, I never did get a chance to play Neverwinter. It, it was a good one, and I wasn't even a big fan. Like I'm not a big fan of MMOs, mm-hmm. but even that one was uh, it was a fun one for me because that was actually like the first time I got into it. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty great. It's cool. And you didn't get hooked, and you hadn't been playing for like 12 years afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruin friendships and everything else like so many others do. I, you know, I just, I just stay and play, and I, I don't sleep, don't eat. Yeah. You gotta love you all my characters. Full experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rain night. You will shut up, and you will let me rain. Leave me alone. I'm in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you said that was your first industry job was working at uh, Cryptic. What were you doing before that? Were you do- working in some other areas? Or? Yeah, before that, I, I had a job. It was a job doing like renderings, like photographic renderings for like advertisements and things like that. Like, um, oh, okay. for example, we did like 90% furniture. So it was like, hey, we have a prototype for this new chair, this new couch, this new office desk, but you know, we don't actually have the model. We don't have the physical thing yet, but we want to put it in our brochure. So we would take the mm-hmm. blueprints and model what we model in 3D um, from the blueprints and just take a, do a rendering of it that was photo real. Then they would take that and put that in the brochure and whatnot. And then that's where I kind of got my first VFX intro. Because uh, I had graduated with a visual effects degree, but then when I got the job, I was doing rendering, so I wasn't really using my degree until a couple years into the studio. And then they're like, hey, you have a visual effects degree. So they're like, hey, we want to do this animation for this garbage disposal. We're going to need some water in there. And I'm like, sweet, I get to use my degree for something. So, Yay. <laughs> yeah. So that was like... How does that feel, by the it way? It felt great. Okay. I was like, man, all that money, and I finally get to do something now. Someday, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, that was so. So I like I did that, and then that that project did really well. So that studio started like a, a semi animation department. It was like me and a couple other guys that were just that we just stuck with straight up animations. And I was like the visual effects guy who did all the simulation stuff. And then and then that and I was I was there for like four or five years. And I just decided I wanted to get into video games because I was like I want to try games. So I just you know flipped over into to games. I've been there ever since. It was that nice. easy, huh? Kind of, yeah. Pulled out a few <laughs> resumes and jumped on in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because when when people like like sometimes I'll talk to students and they're like, "How do I get into the industry? Tell me your story." And I'm like, well, "I wanted to be in the industry, so I just applied and got in." <laughs> I think you're giving a lot of people some false hope. I know, <laughs> but but at the same time, I mean, I did have a couple years' experience 
working professionally and a, a graduate degree in visual effects. So there was that. That does help. But at the same time, it was also <laughs> I applied to a company and then they said yes. Mm-hmm. What I'm digging out of all this is that you you put together fake fake images of washers and dryers, put together fake garbage disposals working, and so basically everything I see is not real, right? So nothing works as advertised. Yeah, you would be surprised. Um, like, there are, there are some images where you're like, okay, that's definitely a fake image. Like, for example, um, you know, like the like a bank down the street is building, and they have that picture of, coming soon, this bank. You know, obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. someone had to make that image somewhere, somehow, of that bank. So that's, like, what I would do, but... Yeah, you know, it's and, and I mean and, and it makes sense in a way because this, the the company will come out and go, all right, we have ten different fabrics that we want to that we want to put in this image or put in this brochure, but we don't want to have to build ten different chairs. We just build one chair in three D and then just slap different materials on it. That makes sense. It's, it's cost effective. Bananas, bananas. <laughs> That's something I wouldn't have ever thought about before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know it existed either until I got the job. I was like, "Oh, this this is this is a thing," and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> can't trust the news. Can't trust the friggin' brochures. I can't trust anything. I can't trust anything. I don't even know what to do. We're all we're all in the never matrix. gonna look at an IKEA exactly. catalog the same way. Yeah. As a... <laughs> I'm putting blinders on. Can't even trust a washing machine ad anymore. Nothing is real. <laughs> Am I real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, am I real? Is this the Matrix? Oh my God! <laughs> All right, so we'll reel it back in, and I think Danny had a question that we've uh, overridden here once or twice. Yeah, how did you decide this is what you wanted to go to school for? Well, it was actually uh, a happy accident because, um, long story short, I went to undergrad school as a sculptor. Um, so I, I. I graduated with a sculpture degree so you know i'm i know how to like carve marble and weld and all that <laughs> stuff um but I, I was like man i'm gonna go and be a gallery artist i'm gonna make cool stuff and sell it for millions of dollars that was <laughs> n- young naive 21 year old me um i graduated and i ended up becoming a, a cheerleading coach for a couple years oh wow yeah and it was no I mean, it was a great job like i love doing it but I, I wasn't making any money. Like I mean, I was <laughs> absolutely none. Like I was living on peanut butter and banana sandwiches, and I, mean, I couldn't even afford jelly. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I just like when I was an undergrad, I, I did, I took a three D, three D modeling class, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like that. So, uh, I eventually decided to go to grad school. And there weren't that many grad schools out that were teaching what I wanted to look, what I wanted to learn. So, I, f- I found this one school in Florida, and they're like, "Oh, well, we do uh, visual effects and graphic design." So I applied to graphic design. So I was like, "Oh, I want to be a graphic designer. I like that. That sounds cool." And then the application came back, and apparently I had checked visual effects by accident. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, so so they're like, oh, you know, we're we're excited to have you in the visual effects program, blah blah blah. I'm like, but I want to be a graphic designer. And I said, well, visual effects sounds cool too. So I just went to school for visual effects. Eventually, like I'm, I, I get there, I'm like, this is great. I love visual effects. I can blow stuff up. I can you know just create fire and just destroy everything. And then you know that's that's how everything started. 
Well, we're rolling right with that into the uh, Battleborn. What's some of the stuff? Because that's primarily what you've worked on since you've been at Gearbox, correct? Right. That was uh, my first Gearbox okay. project. Awesome. Well, technically, my first Gearbox project was uh, the pre-sequel, but I was only on that for like a month. <laughs> now, when you were on that, were you based still in Gearbox, or were you helping out over in Australia? I was in Gearbox. Like uh, we were, we were helping out a little bit. Like, like 2K Australia was like the main. They were the main thing, but we we helped out a little bit. Gotcha. Outstanding. What did you do in there? I just uh, I went in and just polished up a, an effect. Like it was literally. Like the first couple weeks I was at Gearbox, like our, our lead our lead artist said, "Hey, here, uh, can you just polish this effect real quick?" And I was like, "Okay." Nice, nice. So you, you got it. You technically dabbled in it and then moved on. Right. <laughs> you put that on the resume right there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Borderlands pre sequel, Battleborn, and then whatever comes next. Look at that. Mm. Now in the Battleborn, I remember seeing someone find it was Mental Mars posting that you were the one responsible for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pendles effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. those, and then you did the Beatrix's, uh, the hearts and the cylinder yeah, too. Yeah, yes, yes. Anything else that we don't know about, or um, I was responsible for Isaac's shield. Oh, nice. Yeah, like because nice, um, nice. I, I I also worked on like I was working on Isaac. Um, the story behind that is uh, I was building, I was doing the effects for his shield, and then um, I was uh, I was looking at, it, I was like, that looks like a face. I just made this effect look like a face. I was like, I'm gonna make a bunch of like random little emoticons that come up on his shield and i left it in i was like man the designer is totally not going to let this fly and he came back to me the next day he was like dude that's awesome we're, let's run with it it's like okay we're going for nice. it nice awesome yeah um, I like that. and that, that's one of the things i like about gearbox is that we uh they they let they give us a lot of creative freedom which is like key because you know they like they let us run wild i mean they'll they'll reel us back in if we go too crazy but especially in the in, in the visual effects side uh it's like they just let us just be creative, and it's great. Well, that's one thing I did love about the Battleborn series. You know, this well not series, but the Battleborn game was in all the story ops and missions. Everything's happening. There's explosions everywhere, particle effects all over the place. This and that going on, and it was just a joy to be in it. You know, playing and just seeing and feeling all these things happening. So it's just incredible. At first, I'll tell you the honest truth, though, it was overwhelming. Right. <laughs> the, first time, the first time we ever played it, it was so much happening, and I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm shooting at. I don't even know what's mm-hmm. happening. This was in the the, uh, the closed beta, I think it was. Yeah. The, that closed technical test, yeah. Yes. It was just like sensory overload. You, yeah. Well, that I didn't was know actually, how to parse um, out, out right. Like, that that was actually, uh, like, a, it was a skybox issue that we fixed in the, in the beta. Because oh, okay. it was it was blowing out some of the effects, so we like once uh, once we launched, we we kind of we were we had to scale some things back, but yeah. See, that makes sense because yeah. then when that happened, it was like so much happening, and I was like, I don't know, man, I really have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> and then when we got back to the game, I was like, oh wait a minute, this is gorgeous. Yeah, I remember not yeah. being able to f- like like I said, you couldn't really process what all was going on, but then once we picked up the game, it, like everything was sharper, you could. You could see everything that was going on. You could make sense of literally everything. It felt completely different. Yeah, like we had a um, like like one of our guys, Gabe, actually went through and did a lot of polish on um on the effects. Like when we got that feedback back, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, can we, you know, we need to scale some of this back, scale some of this, and 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 he did a lot of great work of, of like going through and just making sure everything was you know fine tuned. Fantastic, and I'm sure Bea is probably a good friend of yours, right? Since you worked on Isaac, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bea is fun. Uh, shout out to Bea. <laughs> oh, you know it. 
in doing prep for the show, I saw your uh, Battleborn VFX reel that you put up on YouTube yeah. a little while ago. So I saw you had worked on Isaac. Did you work on Ombra too? I saw a lot of Ombra. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did uh, Isaac, Ombra, uh, Benedict, Pendles, and Beatrix. I also did some work on like Oscar Mike and Thorn, but that was more of like a like a, a lot of us kind of went through went through the characters went through the, like the, like the earlier characters that we had that we had finished, but uh, oh, okay. those those earlier ones like those those are my main ones like those are all me. Got any particular favorite out of uh, all those? My favorite one. Oh, that's like asking who your favorite child is. <laughs> oh, you have a favorite. Yeah, <laughs> you say you don't, but you really do. <laughs> Um, let's see. I would say it's a toss-up between. Wow, this is actually really hard. I can't really say my favorite one, but the one that was the most fun to work on was Beatrix, just because as as being like the last character that we uh, released, she was like like my swan song. I guess like the the final hurrah that I and I really went all out with her because it was um, mm-hmm. being able to figure out how to move the liquid that was in her vial took me about two months. Um, and, oh like, wow. Yeah, like kind of once I figured that out, it was all like kind of downhill from there, and I just went just crazy, doing doing cool stuff with her. Cause it was like once I saw her animations and I, and I, and I got to a, a sense of her personality, there's a, a bunch of little things I was you know throwing in there, like like the hearts that you had mentioned earlier, and mm-hmm. um, how her eye patch changes every like for her different taunts. Yep. Um, and it was like this, and like you know when she goes into scope mode, she'll get a a lens flare will like pop up on her eye but only if she's looking at you so i was like oh that's cool i'm gonna put that in there yeah, yeah, see if anyone awesome. notices so i'm wondering i got a quick side question is when you do that kind of stuff like the water effects for example is that something you can save and then utilize later yeah or is it different for every single game you make it's well we can save that it's more of a we can save the idea we can save that material i mean we use unreal engine so mm-hmm. it's really just saving the material, and it's just like a long list of code that you can you can click a material, save it, and then print it in um, Notepad, and it's and then just bring that over into a, a, another material, if that makes any sense. And then it would still have like the same effect, yeah, whatever that effect or whatever it was, okay. But like, of course, you'd have to tweak it depending on um, the character, because like that that liquid effect is specifically for Beatrix, so. I yeah, can it's take sized it. sized and scaled to that, that cylinder, I take it? Right. Yeah, because this is kind of stuff like I don't know anything about it, so when I'm thinking about it, all I see is lines of code in my head just everywhere, and I'm like, well, how the heck would you get that code you know, that you've worked so hard on over to something else without changing the entire thing? Is it even worth doing, or is it better just to start from scratch every time? Typically, if, if I were to have to make that effect again, I would just kind of take the general idea of it and in the Unreal Engine, in the Material Editor, you can take a certain node chain and reuse that node chain wherever you want. And it, like, okay. that, yeah, that one node chain will do a certain thing. So like, if like if I wanted to get that bubble effect, I'll just take that bubble effect node chain and just bring it over somewhere else, and I'll still have that. Okay. And then it'll just re- recreate that bubble effect. And you said you're working on you work on the Unreal Engine. Yeah. And I know Randy uh Pitchford had that uh, whole shindig introducing the new was it 4.0? Yeah, or uh Unreal Unreal 4. So how is that comparing? I mean, was it apples to apples, apples to oranges? How is that working out for you in your daily work compared to what the uh previous engine was? 
it's different. It's well with Unreal Engine Four now, everything's physically based. Like like the the renders, they're like supposedly physical materials. So you'll look at something as uh, is that plastic? Okay, I guess that's plastic. And with with Unreal Three, it, it wasn't really like that. So that's different. But the general idea, uh, things are still the same. Awesome. And were you able to take a lot of the assets from 3 and move it straight to 4, or was everything uh, from scratch? From scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> well, I mean, I know, like, as uh, effects-wise, because well, with the way that we do effects, uh, most of the stuff we do will be from scratch anyways, because uh, it's just, sometimes it's just easier to start over mm-hmm. than, you know, because you're like, oh, I know how to make that. So instead of going and trying to hunt hunting for you know, old stuff, just go, I just remake it. Gotcha. Man, oh, man, that sounds like a lot of work. No wonder why you're saying you're working all this OT. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just game, game development in general is you know, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And speaking, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because that was actually going to be something I was going to ask was if you could go over a day at Gearbox for you and then, of course, your surrounding team. Because I'll give you a frame of mind. Here's here's what I imagine your day is like at Gearbox, okay? <laughs> and you can tell me if I'm right. I might be right on this. So you, you get in there. Uh, there's clowns that deliver donuts every day because that's a thing, apparently. Oh, that was. So, yeah, we saw that. <laughs> yep. So every day you got evil clowns, donuts coming in. Uh, you go to your office. Everyone's walking around, Joe and everything, and Meredith and Alyssa are rocking around. The life is great. Everyone's singing and dancing. And then, while you're working, apparently there's a teleport pad, sort of like Star Trek. <laughs> but Randy Pitchford poofs in like magic. He's got a top hat on every day. <laughs> and then he walks over and he, like, you know, gives you a couple constructive criticisms, says you're doing a great job, pat you on the back. He walks back over to the teleporter, poofs, and he's gone. He's in another department. <laughs> Is that, am, I, am I in the ballpark here? That's about 90, 90%, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. And then, oh, yeah, this is the best part. I forgot. So the work day's over, you know, you're in. You're like, oh, man, what a tough day. And like you already admitted, now you get free time. Let's go play some video games and board games and then go get drunk at Nirvana and roll home at like 9, 10 at night and then just go to sleep, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds that sounds great. I want to work there. So, yeah. So I'm assuming you're excluded from the Nirvana party because you, you got the kids and wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Me too. We've gone to uh, to Nirvana a couple times, like just as a, it's like a hey, it's you know work's over. Let's go ahead, let's go grab a drink before I before I go home and just kind of like wind down. But um, yeah, I mean like a typical day at, at Gearbox, it's I guess it's like any other office building. <laughs> you know, I don't have to wear a suit and tie to work, which is great. Uh, <laughs> you know, I show up, kind of you know if it's Friday we get donuts, which is nice. Um, so Friday is the clown. Yeah, the- Friday is like crazy Friday. clown donut day. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's um, I mean it's it's nothing nothing super crazy. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I guess like we don't have a water cooler, so like no one stands around it and gossips. <laughs> no, oh, come on, what kind of office you running over there? <laughs> You expect to talk about Sue while you're sitting right next to her? I mean, God, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have like that Skype instant messenger thing back and forth. Since you don't have the water cooler to stand at, yeah. you just do it right from your desk. Just, oh man, did you see? It's like, Jesus, what is? Oh my God, I can't believe what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, just so you know, and I've never visited. Do you guys have a the open cubicle format? Are you out in the middle of an area, or is it, uh, out, you know, aisles and stuff? Like we've been, we've been in this new building for about two years now. 
and uh, we each have like offices, so it's like just basically like a big office like room, and it's open seating, so we're just like we each get our own desk, and um, there's no cubicles because I think cubicles are evil. So yeah, like it's I, I agree. I've worked in a cubicle office before, and it's so like creatively stunting for me at least. Mm-hmm. The way that we are set up now is being able to like turn around. Uh, and talk to the guy behind me and see what he's working on, and give him constructive criticism, and you know him, him doing vice versa. It's it's key in like the creative process for us because it's 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 just hard because when you're stuck in a cubicle, you're you're in your own little zone. Like so, yeah, it's isolation. Yeah. So you guys have an open format. Yeah. Where you're looking at desks, and are are you sectioned? I would imagine you're sectioned off with uh, you know the VFX and then the. The animators, the you know, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, we're all we're all kind of in our own our own little areas where for the VFX guys, there's like there's six VFX guys in the room together. And so, do you have like these little runner runner boys and girls? Like, this document must get to Tom upstairs now. Go. And then they run as fast as they can up to the second deck and get it to whoever they need to get to. No. No runners. We 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 use the tubes. Oh, <laughs> I was just gonna say yes. The tubes, even better. Yeah, sometimes I'll put a hamburger in there. I'm like, here's. Here <laughs> you want some fries, Bob? <laughs> you get the crappy donuts that nobody wants. Yeah. Oh, here, have a send a lemon one over to sound effects. <laughs> hey, I like lemon. <laughs> well, we know what tube that's going in every time. <laughs> Danny, 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 gone. Uh, and a personal question too. Do you have a sky? Uh, do you have sky? Uh, what am I trying to look for? You talking about windows? Yes. Yeah, sky. Do you have sky windows? Sky. Sky viewers. Yes. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've listened before, but I've got a plan, Ash. Okay. <laughs> and I need to know this information. It's important. Um. Don't worry, this won't ever come back on you. It will never, well, never be poorly. <laughs> well, I don't have a sky viewer oh, because it's like, like I'm on like I'm on the fourth floor, so there's a there's a floor above me. So, but if something oh, ever man. came through the roof, then I probably would like a like a boulder, mm-hmm. or a meteor. So I need a boulder, okay, or a meteor. Yeah, I don't know if I can summon a meteor yet. I'm not that powerful. Uh, See, I see, I thought you were trying to to ask if he actually got to see windows because you're stuck in the gray box oh. until you go to Candyland. Well, I figured at such a happy place as Gearbox, where clowns come in with donuts, they've got windows. I mean, that's kind of a given. I don't. That's true. <laughs> no, it's just I have this plan. I'm going to infiltrate the Gearbox office someday, and uh, so I'm just trying to figure out where the windows are. You're gonna do like Tom Cruise style room. from the ceiling. Yes, exactly. That's he'll he'll come in in his clown suit yeah. holding a box of donuts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Peek right in. Like I'm the donut clown. <laughs> you guys would, you guys would run. Trust me. <laughs> you oh, you wouldn't want no donuts. <laughs> One thing I did want to ask about is, like I said, doing the research for the show. I saw I've seen you tweet out uh, your like FX packs for Unreal up on the marketplace over there. How does that work? Is that something like kind of just like? licensing music for like the podcast intro where you just pay to download it throw the credits in you know at the end of your game or your youtube video or however you use them and then you're just good to go to use them. i mean that's just uh some side stuff like freelance type of things that i just uh sell mm-hmm. on the unreal marketplace like whenever i get some downtime i'll 
make some effects. And it, it, originally it started because I would, I would work on effects at home and just like, mm-hmm. you know, practice stuff just now. And then eventually I'm going, I'm building all this stuff. Why don't I just sell it? Because it's not like it was it was good work or at least mm-hmm. I thought it was good work. I'm going, well, I should just like instead of having this stuff just sit on my computer, what if I just compiled it together and just kind of you know sold it um, on the marketplace? And again, that that's kind of that. I mean, it's it's good money. I mean, it pays for my gas. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think it's it's a good thing too. I mean, if I was making a game and didn't know how to create a fire effect or I didn't have that knowledge or whatever, you know, grab it up and why not? Yeah. Yeah, that was something I didn't notice until Matt was actually telling me about it, and I'm like. Wow, it makes sense that there'd be, you know, artists out there putting their stuff out there for people to grab up and then utilizing like their smaller indie games or whatever and mm-hmm. and just to get into the business and get a, like a portfolio together so they can jump into the bigger companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so in a way, you're like helping people get jobs. Look at that. Yeah. Besides <laughs> the fact, <laughs> see it's a good deed. No, no, it's mm-hmm. you know, you make a little money on the side, getting people into jobs, you teach community college. I mean, or is it community college or is it just a a community thing you're doing. It's a, it's a community college. college. Okay, I thought I had that right. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm an ad, I'm an adjunct professor. Oh, nice, nice. Professor Lyons, imagine that. Man, wow. <laughs> it's weird. Now, see, you know, you're creating your own reasons for not having free time there. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Teacher. Yeah, I tell me about it. artist, a dad. I don't, I don't know. I think you're the only one to blame for that. I know. <laughs> it's like when I start looking at gray hairs, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I did this to myself. <laughs> so, you know, one question we didn't ask was what do you do in your free time since you don't get to do too much gaming? Well, in my free time, like, I'm, I'm, I, I do spend a lot of time with my son on the weekends. You know, like, we, we go to parks and things like that. I, you know, I take mm-hmm. him out. Um, but I guess like free time, like free free time with like like my own time, my time. I will play games, like, but I I'm very slow at finishing games and going through my Steam list because uh, right now I, I'm playing the time I'm playing Mad Max, uh, the the one that came out last year, I think. I heard it was really good. It is got overlooked. Completely. Yeah, like it. Uh, it it kind of sucks that that like that that game didn't get a lot of recognition that it should have gotten because it's a great game. I mean, it's a solid game. Effects are amazing. Gameplay's fun. You know, it's solid. Uh, so like, I'll I've been playing that, and uh, like, I'll jump into Titanfall two every once in a while, which is I think mm-hmm. is another game that should have got you know better recognition. Oh, that's came out at a bad too. time though. I know. I prefer Titanfall over over Call of Duty any day. It's just it's a fun game. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely one of my recent favorites. I mean, of of the past couple of years anyway. I mean, even Titanfall one was like, whoa, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'll do that and I'll watch TV every once in a while. Like I'll try to catch up on some sh- on some shows I missed. Um, currently watching Stranger Things, like you know, ninety oh, percent yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. Are you on season two or are you? Yeah, still on I'm, I'm on one? season two, uh, okay. episode five, I think. Like I can't, yeah, gonna... I can't binge anymore. Like my, it was funny when my um my wife and son went to Poland because my wife is Polish, so she went to visit her family for about a month, and. All I did was watch TV shows that I. <laughs> I was like, for a month, I'm just on my couch, like, all right, I get to finish this this series. I was like, this is great. <laughs> oh, I dream, I dream of that one day, just sitting there for like a whole weekend, just. Yep, don't, I'm not moving. Yeah. It's like me, me and my dogs. Just this is this is a good show. <laughs> oh. Now, 
you're on episode five, right? You said. Yeah. I think I just finished that one before I came down here to do the podcast. Okay. Nice. So I'll just spoil it for you real quick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not I even mean, done I'm with season gotten, one yet. Oh. Yeah, like I've already gotten something spoiled just going through Twitter. Oh, oh yeah. And it's like, man, I, I want to know how that happened. And it's like, oh, just found out. Great. Yeah, it's oh. a minefield there. You never, you can never go scrolling through there without finding something on some game or movie. It's just yeah. Ridiculous. And and even when it's like. Uh, spoiler alert! And you go, well, is it a bad one? So like, I'll read it. <laughs> uh, you always, you always see the warning and go, hmm. Well, let me find out anyway. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, I didn't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I was like that was a big spoiler. Uh, well, holy moly! Do you have anything, Danny? What do you think you would be doing if you weren't doing VFX? Oh, that's a good question. I want to be Batman. <laughs> yes. Good choice. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but realistically, Batman's realistic. <laughs> I could be your Joker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, do it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm physically fit enough to be Batman. I get winded walking well, up steps. I'm not physically fit enough to be Joker, so it's fine. <laughs> Trust me. I just need one more traumatizing effect, though, and I'm Joker 100. percent so. You guys could be like the sad superhero yeah. supervillain too. We'd be like the kick-ass of superheroes. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of fighting, we're just going for beers. We're just going out, getting drunk, punch each other a few times. Whatever, dude. I hate you, too. Yeah. Going home. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Batman is your final yeah. answer. I don't know. Well, I guess realistically, I guess I'd be teaching. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. Well, I would say like, I'd probably still be a cheerleading coach. Nice. Yeah. Because that was really uh, fun. Now, as a cheerleading coach, is that a, do they actually hire completely different coaches for that later on? I take it maybe in college, but in high school would that be a different coach? Because I'm totally unfamiliar with all that. Um, well, it depends on what aspect of cheerleading you you get into. Let me just yeah, let me just go, go back to my cheerleading days. There you go. Bring it, put that cheerleading hat back. <laughs> yeah. On. So there's some backflips. Yeah, you can do. Um, actually, I used to be able to do that. I was actually really physical back in the day. Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can do well if you can do like high school cheerleading, or you can go into like competitive cheerleading. Then um, I was coaching the competitive side. Okay. Yeah, right. so it's like a, and you can do both. It's just one is just more more intense than the other. So that's more like a dance mom scenario. Then you'd be running like a private shop in the competitive side, or is it re- linked to the schools? Um, no, it's 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 private. Like you have your own gym. Okay. You have your own teams and everything, and like a lot of the times, uh, the girls that were in school will also be on a competitive team. So you, know, you can do both. So I guess if I wasn't doing VFX, I'd probably own my own gym. Nice. That was that was a fun right. job. Well, maybe that's a retirement job. Yeah, like I, I liked it because I I got to go into work and jump on a trampoline all day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And the seven-year-old in you rejoices. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's fine. You can bounce all the way to the ceiling and try to grab on it. It's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure, Ash, having you on. Yes, it definitely has been. Yeah, th- thanks for asking me. This is fun. Oh, yeah. Well, no, thanks for putting out there you wanted to be on a podcast. And then, of course, me seeing it and going, well, holy crap. We'd love That's... to have you on a podcast. That was like a, a weird tweet. I was just like laying down in bed when I was like, I want to be on a podcast. Just tweet that. Like... <laughs> I'll just tweet this out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, our boy Joe Zoes is like, dun 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Zoes, he's a, he's, he's a good dude. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
We've had him on once. We'll tend to probably get him on here again some other day and harass him some more. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting that that came out at the time that it did because Eric and I were just talking about, uh, it's probably about time for another guest on the podcast. Yeah. We're thinking about getting, we're going to get Mental Mars first and then go for a Gearbox employee. So when you tweeted that out, it's like, well, we're just going to jump ahead and get the Gearbox employee right now. Yeah, so why not? It's, it's almost like a miracle. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's a Halloween miracle. Yeah, it's Charlie Brown. <laughs> But I, I think we did pretty good. I think we got a lot of the bases covered. And of course, you know, mm-hmm. someday we'll have you on again when we find out, you know, what's going on over at Gearbox. And then you can talk more about that, of course. Yeah. That'll be fantastic. For shizzle. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it. We didn't have a mailbag question today, obviously, because we went along with Ash today. So if anybody does have any mailbag questions for us, any feedback, any comments, any concerns, if you want to. You know, say hi to us and say hi to Ash and say, we did a great job. You can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Heck yeah, and we do have a Patreon set up. We treat it like a tip jar. If you got a dollar, you think we did a good job, go ahead and throw it our way. If you got $5, $1,000, all that might get my kids into college. It'd be fantastic. That does not help the show, Eric. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. It has to help the show. What if my girls were to take over the show later? Then technically it's helping the show. But I digress. Whatever. (laughs) Anywho, it all helps the show. We appreciate it very much. And, of course, if you can't do that, hey, sending us mailbag questions, comments, five-star ratings, all that good stuff, it's all very much appreciated. Our current patrons, we do love you guys. We appreciate you. And uh, hope we're making you proud. We hope we're making you proud. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 10th of November for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, Please give us a like, a rating, a review, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. And I want to harken back to a story I told the other week for Halloween on how these five stars happen. I told you, boys and girls, I told you that stars are souls and stars and souls equal power. Okay, I told you this, didn't I? Now, we've gotten quite a few awesome reviews since last week's episode. And magically, as if by a miracle, Ash said, I want to be on a podcast. And here we have an amazing guest with us today because the souls that came with that five-star rating attracted Ash to us. See? You see how this works? You see? We need the five-star ratings because it gets us more awesome guests like Ash and keeps us running. It's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Obviously, before we go, Ash, how can people find you? How can people connect with you? Plug any kind of stuff you got to plug? Anything coming up cool you're doing? Well, you can always connect with me on Twitter at FXBlackout. That's F-X-B-L-4-C-K-O-U-T. You can also find me on Facebook, but that's mostly just for, like, people I know, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. So, And it's, I'd pretty much just put pictures of my kids up there, so it's boring. <laughs> if you don't know me you're just like this guy just posts pictures of his kid <laughs> um, but yeah you can just find me on Twitter mostly that'd be the easiest easiest spot I might get an Instagram I don't know I doubt it maybe one day <laughs> well what about well, that, your uh, your effects you make oh yeah you can um, if, if you go on to like uh, the Unreal Marketplace I guess you can uh, search search my name and find some stuff there uh, I got a couple packages out there that are I think they're pretty nice yeah. Well, we do too. If 
you want a talented VFX artist and some cool little animations and you're uh, trying to make a little game out there, check them out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. They are pretty nice. Like I said, I was checking them out before the show and I mean, pretty cool stuff. Well, I like the uh, the Magic Circles one was especially really oh, cool. thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, Danny, it's always nice to have you too. That's true. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, the one time we say something nice about you on the show and you just bury yourself. Nope. She knows the drill now. She knows the drill. I do. (laughs) Just jump in the hole. Just jump in. (laughs) Don't make us push you, Danny. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So I I would say, you know, since you are a guest, Danny, you should plug your stuff too. Any projects you got coming up? Any Japan crates coming through? Plug your uh, National Novel Writing Month thing again, you know? Do your thing. Well, you can always find me on Twitter. That's uh, Usukoi84USA, K-O-I-84. Um, I am doing a Japan crate, and I have no idea when I'm releasing it, so <laughs> should be next week. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Other than that, I'm sometimes on the third shift Twitter, so I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know it, but I'm everywhere. That's right. I watch always. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah, except darker. <laughs> There's no toys involved in the Nope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, with that, Eric, I don't have anything else to say, but don't forget to say. Sit down.